Sefer Vayikra, Parshat Vayikra on the wholeness offering. Parshat Vayikra, like much of the book of Leviticus, is all about the sacrifices were to take place in the tabernacle and later the Jerusalem temple. And chapter three gives instructions for a peculiar kind of sacrifice, the Korban Shlamim. According to Rashi, it was called the Korban Shlamim because it was an offering of peace, shalom. This could mean the offering simply brought peace to the world inherently, he said, or because it brought harmony between the altar and the person bringing the sacrifice and the priest performing it. The 19th century scholar Rav Shimshon Rafal Hirsch said that the Korban Shlamim is the only Korban also called Zevach, meaning feast. This matters a great deal in understanding the kind of peace we're seeking to foster with this offering. Rav Hirsch wrote, During the eating of the feast offering, the owner would invite their family, friends, and acquaintances to partake of their feast. And in the assembly of friends, they would praise God and tell them of God's kindness. Essentially, if you wanted to have a celebration, you could offer one of your animals to God, and then everyone could have a share of the meal, which would bring the community together. It was a peace offering because peace can be attained when all different groups have their needs met. Nachmanides understood the peace offering in a slightly different way, saying it specifically brings shleimut, wholeness. In any case, the person bringing this offering is not bringing a sin offering, but is motivated by a sense of completion or by a desire for peace and perfection. It is brought voluntarily by an individual or by a collective, seeking to come closer to God in gratitude. Of course, today we don't have the temple. But our work for justice in the world can be seen and offered as representative of the sacrifices that took place there. Yes, we often make offerings out of guilt and righteous indignation, and that has its place. But from the peace offering, one that was made wholly out of goodwill, we can learn to go above and beyond and share with the world a spirit of generosity, humility, and unity. We can work to mitigate the bad in the world but we can ultimately be working for peace. The book of Leviticus, Sefer Vayikra, is filled with obligatory offerings. But to have one that is not only done out of love, but is shared with others for the purpose of bringing about peace is something powerful that I think we tend to overlook. We know that we have moral obligations in our lives, and we know that we have legal obligations. But what would it look like to wake up each day and ask what wholeness offerings we want to bring? Each day we can simultaneously bring more wholeness to our inner lives and outer world by bringing these offerings of kindness. We want to build a world of peace, olam chesed yibaneh, and we can do that through our individual and collective peace offerings. Each of us, we learn, is called to be a healer. While there are healing professionals such as doctors, nurses, clergy, therapists, and EMTs, all of us can play the role of healing in the spaces we find ourselves in, at home, in the workplace, and in our social communities. Maybe we can invite someone to a meal in our home or help a coworker out of a difficult situation or offer our friendship to someone who needs it. With sharing a meal, for example, we can give someone not only some food, but also our presence. In a world in which we can feel that each person is siloed into a universe unto themselves, it is especially important to remember the wholeness offering 
one of whose purposes is to bring people together. Rashi finds the origin of the wholeness offering in Genesis chapter 31, in which Jacob makes peace between himself and Lavan, Laban. After a solemn oath establishing a physical truce between them, their peace is sealed by means of a sacrifice and a meal. It says in Genesis, And Jacob swore by the fear of his father, Isaac's house. Jacob then offered up a sacrifice, Zevach, of the height, and invited his kinsmen to partake of the meal. After the meal, they spent the night on the height. Lavan then leaves Yaakov and his wives, allowing both himself and the progenitors of the Israelites to live in peace. It is the nature of life that, as with Yaakov and Lavan, people will have disagreements and will even do bad things to one another. But we learn from the end of their story that if we turn to God and set aside our disagreements, we can achieve peace and we can ultimately achieve wholeness. We live in a culture in which it is exceedingly easy to categorize others as people who, for whatever reason, aren't worthy of sharing in what what we have. By studying the peace or wholeness offering, though, we find that just as the ancient Israelites shared their feasts across tribal lines, we are tasked with sharing our feasts and blessings, all for the purpose of restoring the world to a state of unity and harmony. Shabbat Shalom.